You know, productive families who live according to the righteous standards of God's Word make a strong statement to this world about what Jesus Christ does. As families around us degenerate, people are going to want to know what makes us different, and that means that we have a story to tell. Hey, my friend, it's story time. Welcome to Dayspring. You know, listening friend, in every life there's a story. Does your story include being showered by the grace of God? Have you been included in the greatest story ever told? Hi everybody, Joe Alcorn. I'm your program host. It's story time, next on Dayspring.
Well, thank you very much, singers. This is Day Spring, if you've just tuned in. And we have a message by Rex Bullock today called Storytime. Also on today's broadcast, we'll be visiting with singer-songwriter Brent Vernon. But right now, a brief visit with Dayspring's founder, Rex Bullock. I always loved stories. My father was a veteran of World War II. He came through the Normandy invasion, and I would try to get him to tell stories. Oh, I love those stories. The stories of his experiences in the war. I would uh, sit up late at night and listen just as long as he would talk. I've always loved stories. We have read to our children across the years. Now we're having the privilege of reading to grandchildren. (laughs) That's wonderful. I like stories. But you know what? Our lives as godly men and women, as Christians, is a story. That's right. And you and I have a message to share with this world. A message about our own lives, a story to tell, if you please. It really is story time. I'm going to be talking about that today, so I hope that you'll plan on being around. Say, my friend, uh, this is a worldwide fellowship. We meet from all places around the globe. And I would love to hear from you if you're from uh, wherever. Uh, write to us. Uh, just a wonderful, good letter is so beautiful. Hey, I'm telling you, we, we love those. I'd like to know what is happening in your life. Sometimes people write to us stories that come out of heartache, come out of uh, tough times. And you know, as we read those stories, we always pray. Sometimes people share with us what God is doing in their lives and answers to prayer and things that are happening, and and we love that. So we'd like to hear your story. Why not write to us? It doesn't have to be lengthy, but uh, any kind of communication that you can uh, make with us right now will be so welcomed, and and we just uh, love to have... Uh, a roundtable communication with our many, many friends and listeners throughout the world. Joe Alcorn will tell you in just a few moments uh, how that you may uh, communicate with us, but please do it, and do it today. And if at all possible, share a gift for the ongoing of Dayspring. It's only as you and I make it happen that it does happen. We don't have any uh, foundations underwriting us, no large denominational support. We don't have any of that. But God has been faithful across uh, 25 years of ministry. And we believe that he is going to continue to use his people, men and women, just like you and me, to make it possible for this ministry to reach to those who really do need the story of Jesus Christ. So... Uh, please claim uh, a copy of the book that we have for you this month and write. Tell us your story. Thank you so much. Here's Joe. Well, listening friend, the book we have for you this month is very unique. It's called The Sacred Road Book. It's actually the New Testament in easy-to-read language, printed by the American Bible Society and designed to be a means of bringing the gospel to our Native Americans. It's yours as you support this ministry. Now, we have three ways to order your copy. By regular mail, it's Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. 
or if you're online at www.dayspringradio.com at our web store. And our toll-free telephone number is 1-800-783-DAYS. To communicate with Rex by email, it's rex at dayspringradio.com. May we hear from you this week? Well, we have a friend of Dayspring who's dropped in to say hi. It's Brent Vernon. Brent Vernon not only has a great voice, but has a talent for songwriting as well. Brent, it's good to see you again. You know, I've got a favorite song on your album called A Thousand Pictures, and it's called With You Always. What inspired you to write it? Well, Joe, actually, it was one of the very first songs that I ever tried to write. Um, I was, uh, I believe, still in college and had been reading a book that was uh, a novel based on the life of Christ called The Master and just had some phenomenal, as a writer, had some phenomenal uh, chapter titles, um, some great hooks, I thought, and one of them was "With You Always." And uh, what a joy to what a joy to write this, and and to know that the same God who is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and and uh, bigger than my my brain can comprehend, is truly with us. And I love that. Just as I promised so long ago, I'll be your companion. And friend, the road leaves you weary, and the going is slow. But I've proven my power. I'll be right. 
Now with today's message called Storytime, here's Rex. Of all my academic experiences, I think kindergarten was my favorite. <laughs> I, I loved the new independence of kindergarten, you know. I, I just loved that. And recess. And, of course, the naps. But I particularly looked forward to the stories. Storytime. I can still see that teacher now gathering us all around in a little circle around her. And she would bring out that big book. And uh, and she'd start to tell stories. And then I kind of grew up in uh, when it was still the golden age of radio and we had uh, Christian stories on the air. Oh, my. I still remember hearing Uncle Charlie I've since gotten to know Uncle Charlie Vandermeer, who for many, many years had the children's Bible hour, and before him was Aunt B, and then there's Aunt Carolyn, and Aunt Sue, and uh, all of these other wonderful, wonderful characters. And of course, kids today have uh, Odyssey and so many other great Christian stories and dramas. I love that. You know what? It has now become story time in the body of Christ. You see, unless we have compelling stories to tell, we'll become increasingly ineffective for Christ. As as followers of Jesus, I think we face a tension. He has commissioned us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And yet the world operates in direct opposition to the gospel. Now, in former generations, when society claimed a biblical moral base, this tension wasn't quite as severe. But the modern mentality is increasingly foreign to a biblical mindset. You see, relativism and pluralism have have erased any authoritative pronouncements of right and wrong. The leading-edge theories of deconstructionism and revisionism have eroded objectivity in thinking. And as society has moved from its moral reference point, new agendas have gained political momentum. There there are the philosophies and the agendas of abortion and homosexual rights and self-fulfillment at any cost. And those kind of issues now place Christians as threats to progress. You see, our views are mocked now. All you have to do is, is watch long enough a TV sitcom or listen to a public debate anymore on a university campus. Or just kind of tune in to what is being said. And you'll find sooner or later that people who believe in in moral issues and believe in the Word of God are having a tough time in these days, not whining, not whimpering. I'm not wimping. This, this, we're, we're not wusses. But I think it's just a fact that 
who were being ignored in, ignored in public discourse. Now, the new rush to pursue pleasure at any cost has also brought tremendous problems to our nation. You see, the increasing levels of pain and despair, both personally and socially, distract hearts from the proclamation of truth. So what are we to do? You say, Rex, what can we as believers do? I mean, stand with our Bibles tucked under our arms, watching helplessly as society rushes towards self-destruction? Is that what we're to do? Well, I want to tell you something just beautiful. It's absolutely wonderful, and it's so simple. The strategy of Scripture focuses on stories. Jesus said that we can best persuade people by the compelling outcomes of righteousness in our lives. In fact, in Matthew chapter 5, he said, Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Uh, Peter underscored that same strategy. And though our world may discount us or slander us or oppose us, it cannot help but notice the irrefutable results of righteousness in our lives. The New Testament church ministered in a world even more hostile than ours. And yet the early believers produced such compelling results in their lives that after just a few generations, the Roman Empire affirmed the very system of truth that it had sought to stamp out. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing that within just a few generations, this whole empire was so taken in by Christian thought. Now, I want to tell you, productive families who live according to the righteous standards of God's Word make a strong statement for Christ. As families around us degenerate, people are going to want to know what makes us different. And our lives can tell stories of of relative good health in a society plagued by self-induced diseases. Our lives can tell of faithful financial stewardship in a day of economic uncertainty. Our lives can tell of love that reaches across the ethnic and cultural lines in a world increasingly divided by diversity. Jesus meant stories like the African-American church that sought to buy property in a neighborhood noted for racism. And when the church encountered resistance, it didn't retaliate. Instead, knowing that the neighborhood was suffering high unemployment and poverty, it opened an office where lawyers and physicians and other professionals from the church offered practical help. And those actions just absolutely melted the extremism and opened hearts all throughout the neighborhood to the proclamation of the gospel. That's what, that's what we're talking about when we talk about stories. Or how about the church in Dallas that asked a judge to give it responsibility for one juvenile offender. And the church offered to mentor that young man for six months. And the venture was so successful that the judge now regularly calls the pastor for help with other offenders. That's a story. And people cannot help but sit back and say, wow. You see, those kinds of churches do not have to scream at evil to be effective. 
without compromising truth. They simply reach out to their communities with compassion. And they draw hurting people to Jesus Christ. Compelling stories of righteousness build a platform for the liberating truth of the gospel. And when our lives reflect the undeniably positive results of obedience, the world is more likely to listen. When Christ spoke of our posture toward the world, he said that he did not want to remove us from the world. That's John 17. But to use us in the world. And he prays to his Father. Don't take them out of the world, Lord. Keep them in the world. Keep them right here. But help them to be immersed in truth in me so that the story of their lives can be effective. And as that text notes, our usability is directly linked to our relationship to and our application of God's Word in our lives. Oh, my friend, the verifiable, compelling stories of the results of righteousness in our lives provide irrefutable evidence of the truths that we embrace and catch the attention of those who would otherwise just write us off. What kind of story do you have to tell? Story of God's grace. Story of what happened to you. Story of of how somebody showed mercy and love. When you were so hard, when you were so antagonistic, when you were so against them, but they loved you anyway. Isn't that a beautiful story? Can you tell a similar story? How about you as a church? How about you, Pastor? You have a story to tell. In fact, it's not only story time, my friend, it's show and tell. And as the saying goes, it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Ah, my friend, you and I need to be letting our light shine, not ramming it down somebody's throat, not screaming at them, but sharing grace, grace and love in a practical way, in shoe leather, my friend. It's story time. How about it? Let's pray right now that God's just going to help us. I, I'm, I'm asking God to do something for me just now. Oh, God. Help my life to be a story. Help me not to be aggravated at this world. Help me not to be censorious or judgmental. Help me not to get up on my horse and and be some sort of righteous warrior. God, help me to be a servant to love my neighbors, to show grace in casserole evangelism, in loving where there isn't love, where there's a fence dispute, where there's, where there's a family feud, where there are all kinds of major problems, where there's a pregnant young woman, unmarried, help there to be love. Help there to be love. And may that story shine, shine, shine. Oh, God.
Help us to have a story to tell to the nations. And we're going to praise you forever and ever. Amen. And amen. My friend, I, I really... Uh, I really would love for you to share your story with us. I'm inviting you once again to do that. Joe Alcorn has a, just a closing word, but uh, do it today. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you, Rex. We'll be ending our broadcast momentarily. But first, let me tell you one more time about the New Testament we're offering to you as you support this ministry. Very unique, very colorful, and designed for our Native Americans. Now, you can order by writing Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. Or if you're online, at www.dayspringradio.com. And, of course, you can order by telephone toll-free, 1-800-783-DAYS. Well, next week, Rex returns to this microphone with another inspiring message from God's Word. This is Joe Alcorn for Rex Bullock and the entire Dayspring staff. Goodbye until next week at this same time on this fine station for Dayspring. Dayspring.